Here's the deal, I'm the best there is. Well, Lottie frickin' God! You can't handle the truth! I'm living like I'm a VP! Just a big, hairy American winning machine. What do you want to do with your life? Too bad I'm with you. I can't wait to shoot my pants. I wish you could just shut your big yapper! And we're not going to shut our big yappers. Welcome to the Long Chair Podcast. This is your host, Johnny Weather. We got Bradley Weather in the house. And, of course, Captain Unicorn has blessed us with his magical unicorn presence tonight. I am turning it over. You guys know what the show's about. We're turning it over to Brad. We're going to get rocking early. Brad, what do you got, baby? What do you got? What do you got? I got a few videos uh, that we can go through. And one of them, uh, according to the title will shock you. I don't know if this will shock you guys. You guys are pretty invested into the media and you listen to what's going on. You uh, dive in and you review things. But uh, to those that don't, this might actually shock them. Can I please tell you this huge news? This is huge, you guys. Pfizer purchased a rival company called Arena Pharmaceuticals for $6.7 billion. And what they do is they have drug products that treat immunoinflammatory diseases from injury so pfizer who's giving the injuries are now going to be the solution it's the problem the fox watching the hen house like come on this is what is a problem reaction solution yeah. but now they're in charge of it all they're yeah, in yeah. control of it all you know what's shocking is is they bleeped out the word covid i'm not sure why they bleeped out the word covid so audience when you hear that uh, she was saying covid which is weird yeah, basically Pfizer, Pfizer's giving people the COVID vaccine, which of course gives you COVID, and then they're giving you the uh, the cure for COVID at the same time. Uh, that's pretty, pretty, well, again, in our last episode, if you weren't listening, um, I clearly described how our United States government is very, very corrupt. Here's another reason for it. This absolutely should not be legal. Um, and if we have a cure for COVID, why would you be giving people a vaccine that you know is hurting people? Yeah, you know, Johnny's really correct on that. It just is another example of how corrupt our government is. Um, it's been corrupt for this. You know, I, COVID was basically a huge scam. And if you don't believe it's a scam, get your head checked out, folks, because you're just, you're blind. Just it's read. A, I mean, COVID they, don't, they, don't need to check their, they don't need to check their head. You know, they need to just read. That's all. There's, there's plenty of doctors out there that are being censored with great research that proves what's really happening. Do your homework. You know, speaking of COVID, right? So I was outside my house on this shit. And it's 2023. What? I, I saw two people walking what? with masks on. That's awesome. Okay, guys. If oh. you are walking with masks on, just go find the tallest building and jump off it. Oh, we don't want no. you Dude, is so much better in there. No, don't jump off the building. But it is so much better when you see them in like a minivan and the windows are rolled up and then they got the mask on and you're like, are you trying to kill yourself? What is, is this Vulcan. a form of euthanasia? I'm tripping. Captain Unicorn said our government is corrupt. And 100%. if you don't believe it, you're stupid. And then he also said, find the tallest building and jump off. That, that, I'm telling you, is great commentary. People tune in just to hear Captain Unicorn say, jump off of a building. It was COVID. The the article was about Pfizer buying Arena and they control the whole problem. It, It wasn't necessarily the government. The government isn't 
100% corrupt. It's people that are part of this government. Some people are corrupt. Absolutely. Our government's corrupt to the T. This is another example. Because who gives fights the money for this research? Our government. Well, well we I need, just want we... to point out that we're not asking anybody to jump off any buildings. And Brad and Johnny do not agree with Captain here on this one. Um, no. We're a lot more level-headed, correct. We don't, we don't think that way. But I am 100% on Captain's side on the corruption. And I would challenge you, Brad, because I love a good challenge, an open-air challenge. You know that. I would challenge you to name me one department of the government that isn't corrupted. Just just one. Is this where you we want put me, the You want me to, um, how about uh, the uh, DOD? The Department of Defense? Are you kidding me? It costs us like $2,000 to put a toilet in. And All right, how about the, the like Department grand. of Interior? The Department of Interior, same problem, buddy. Those are parks. What's that? That's right. And, and when they do these shovel-ready jobs that we spend millions of dollars on that three people are working, I'm trying to figure it out. There isn't a single department of the government that isn't corrupt and sucking money from the American people at some way, shape, or form. How about the Treasury? Are you kidding me? They make the money. <laughs> Are In you the world. kidding me? You know what the stock market would really be at if the Treasury wasn't involved? Imagine that. Dow 8,000. Are you kidding me? The Treasury's been inflating the U.S. economy and pumping money in it since I was, you know, knee-high to a grasshopper. Come well, on. you've told Next. us before. You've told us before that the slave issue in America, there's more to it than what um, we were being told. And I think a lot of people are getting fed up with being told that uh, white man is bad. Uh, let's have a listen here to another man who is on a panel. He gives his opinion of what you're forgetting if you keep saying that just white man is bad. If we were to play this fairly, we would at least look at all of the countries around the world that engaged in the slave trade who are simply not interested in any form of reparation. All the Arab countries who not just traded far more slaves and across the Atlantic but castrated all the men so that there wouldn't be any more African slaves. There is slavery across Africa today. In fact, there are more slaves in the world today than there were at the height of the transatlantic slave trade. So some of us are simply a bit bored of hearing people ripping at closed wounds and then crying about their hurt or their presumed hurt. A million Europeans were stolen by North Africans over the course of decades of the North African Barbary pirate slave trade. Nobody is alive who has actually suffered the hurt and nobody is alive who did the wrong. It's always the countries that people want to come to who are put through this struggle session. Britain, like America and France, are the most desired destinations for migrants worldwide. Why is that? It's not because we're racist it's because we're better it's because we're good it's because when we see racism we actually call it out and recognize it as a sin try finding that across africa try finding that across the middle east nobody would hear so what we have is a situation where the more virtuous countries are presented as the worst countries it's sick and most of us are tired johnny you've said this before you've said people are getting sick and tired of these issues is this a case where uh, we are getting sick and tired of it? Well, it's 100% we are because 
when you're only teaching one part of history and you're not teaching the whole thing, eventually people start to get smarter and realize, hey, I want to learn more. And then they start to learn the real truths. And as they learn the real truths, people start to balance things out. And right now, there's a lot of people who are being educated on what the slave was all of, what the slave life and what the slave trade was all about. And as this guy put it, there are, and I've said it a hundred times more than probably anybody, there are more slaves in the world today than by far was ever during the, the height of the slave trade era. And, and it's unfortunate, but nobody talks about it today. It's barely spoken about. Like you said, we'll give $110 billion of corruption to 10 nations that hate our guts, but we can't help out a bunch of poor people across the globe. I, I think whether you're Republican or you're Democrat, I think that people could come together around that should be a top priority, helping those people develop their regions and not live in starvation and not be slaves. And countries shouldn't rely on slaves and we should have labor and we should have trade with them. And if we open things up and actually had good communications and such, instead of such hateful communications like Republicans and Democrats, we could actually get things done in this world. But unfortunately, it's just not the way the world works. The world works around corruption and money. Captain Unicorn, do you agree without killing people? Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, and uh, while we're on this topic of slavery, you know, this probably comes from all these reparations that people are so tired of hearing. Um, I read the other day that now the tribes in the state of Minnesota now are trying to put together a committee for reparations for the crimes we committed against them. Interesting. It's always, Interesting. It's, you know, it comes down to this, that these, it's always these people who, who are pushing these people because they want something the others have. You know, blacks all complain about how they're the most povertyized group in a whole entire thing. And yes, they, they could be, but you know why they are? Because of our government. Our government put them there, made them poor for a reason. It's the government's fault. The government started this mess. The government's corrupt all across the world. Money makes the world go, and you know what? If you can make a, a population become poor, dependent on you, you can control them. And that's slavery in itself right there. Well, just think about how many events. What happened to the money in Haiti? What happened to all the food? What about, got the what about all the missile defense systems that went into Ukraine all those years ago? What, what happened to that? Hillary was Secretary of State. We spent some $34 billion on a missile defense system. What happened to that when Russia invaded? There's so many different events in time where we have spent billions and billions of dollars and yet gotten nothing for our buck. I think it's high time we stop spending our money that way. And those hundred, those 10 countries that hate us, piss off. Who cares? Bye. Sayonara. Pull our embassies. Have a great day. Let's go help some people of the world get a better life. Or why don't we help our own citizens? They are people of the world. They're people of our world. But you guys realize what you're saying when you say that our government is corrupt, right? What is our government made up of? Us. We the people. So it's us that are corrupt, which is why people are saying that they want money from us, right? We play the same but, idiots in power because we keep voting for the same stupid people. Once they get in power, they cheat. So they stay in power. Corrupt us at its fullest. The other part of that is, is that what about Britain? Britain has conquered so many countries around the world that... I mean, have they gotten re requests for reparations for all the conquering that the British Empire did? I mean, in France, you know, or Norway, back when they were Vikings, they did a lot of conquering. Is there? I How mean, about the Egyptians? Hello? Or the Egyptians, the the Barbary pirates that that took more white Europeans into slavery than 
the America ever did. I mean, if we're, if we're truly a globalist economy, then we're looking for reparations around the world, right? Around the globe. Around the globe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but that's not what's happening. Well, exactly. Go back to the pilgrims go for, do the pilgrims go for reparations against, you know, their homeland? I mean, seriously, do they? That would be a trip. Right. You know, I reparations. I'm the, I'm three fourths Irish. Our people were treated like shit when we got here. I want reparations. Uh, you know what? I'm you English, and uh, we were we were conquered by the Vikings. You know, I want you my I want slave. my reparations. Your people that that it's the English people that made my life a living. Hell, for my people, I want reparations too. Same thing for you, Johnny. It's your people that made my people suffer. So we're gonna have to get uh, reparations. No, no. That's because no. you're Irish. No, not my people. I want my reparations, and I want them now. Oh my gosh, you're crazy! My people ain't done nothing to nobody. We're peaceful Christian people. That's what we are. We don't believe in throwing people out buildings or jumping out buildings. We we do believe you, heavily against people that touch children, though. We're don't you love how? Don't you love how Captain Unicorn is just screaming at the top of his lungs on the screen, but he's got he's got his mic muted. <laughs> you got to be smarter oh. than the technology. Hello. Um, so, oh, dang. Uh, uh, do you guys have any idea who you are voting for? For the presidential election? Yeah. hundred percent. All right. Well, this is a guy that is well known to everybody. Well, at least his father was and his uh, father's brother. This is... His brother's sister's uncle's mother's cousin's roommate's friend. But this is uh, RFK Jr. and what he thinks is going on at the southern border. And they're, they're just waiting in line to cross. Hundreds and hundreds of people. They come in buses of fifty-five each, and they're they're let off about a half mile, and then they walk to the, the gap in the fence. I went and talked to them, and they were there was only two families that were from Latin America: one from Colombia, one from Peru. The rest were from Azerbaijan, Uzbekistan, uh, Tibet, uh, Kazakhstan, uh, Nepal, China, Pakistan, Afghanistan. Eastern Europe, and as I said, it's the insanity of it. They're brought across their fingerprinted to see if they have criminal records. If they don't, they're asked one question by the Border Patrol, do you have a contact in this country? And if they say yes, the Border Patrol says, can you put us on the phone with that contact? If they can do that, if they can get them on a cell phone, the Border Patrol asks them, if we put this family on an airplane, Will you pick them up at Minneapolis or, you know, or San Diego or, um, or, uh, or Chicago or New York? And if that person says yes, and they take them to the airport, FEMA pays for their ticket, and they go anywhere they want in the country. Have you guys heard that before? Because I, I hadn't. But what bothers me about oh, yes. that whole video is that the first city out of RFK Jr.'s mouth is Minneapolis. And then yeah, I knew you'd not like that. The other cities are not off the top of his head. He had to think of other cities. So that means Walls is making arrangements that all of these people come, coming across the border, Minneapolis is open to them coming up here for anyone. That and doesn't surprise me one bit because that's all you talked. Well, the fact that we're paying for them via FEMA, we're paying for them to go anywhere they want. Uh, so long as somebody picks up the phone, answers it, and says, yes, we'll pick them up. So that's that's very interesting. That is. I, I was, 
You know, and the the other part that I was not surprised about, but I, you know, it feels like uh, every time I listen to one of these videos, the three of us are vindicated because we've been screaming for so long that it's not just people from Mexico or Latin America that are coming across the borders. It's people from other areas. And what you've effectively done, because you take seven years to approve someone's application, is they are now taking matters into their own hands and they're flying here and going or taking a boat here or whatever they're doing to get here and they are walking across the border. But that's been happening for years. I mean, when I was when I lived in uh, California and out on the West Coast, it was happening out there all the time. There's no different today than there is uh, any other day. Maybe it's just more people. But again, there's more people in the world. So the numbers just naturally go up. But, you know, we need to fix our immigration problem. I've said that for years. Uh, it's It shouldn't be that difficult to do a program where we have, you know, you can live in the country. We get you in. We get you a citizenship. You know, it's a, it's a temporary one for X number of years. If you commit a crime, you're gone. Bye. Have a nice day. You know, um, and we make it go. And we, we make a deal where you can't run for public office, you know, and just a number of different things where, um, they're, you know, they're not birthright citizens, but they should have the right to live in this country. So, and I don't think they would oppose that either because they would want to have that citizenship as quickly as possible. Um, there's so many, there's so many immigrants here that are good people. They're great people, but yet they live with a target on their back. They feel like, well, you know, it goes back to what you're saying. You want know, the, the only reason why the, the, the Democrats are allowing this stuff to happen it's because they want the votes. They get them free stuff. Yes, Johnny, you're correct. That should be the way it is. But now they come here, they get whatever the heck they want to get. They get free health care. They get free education. They get free licenses. They get free stuff. Why? Because Democrats want the votes. That's it. They're just a voting number and the voting machine because they, they need the votes. Well, I'm a firm believer that they shouldn't be getting anything. Um, but if you give them citizenship, then they have the right to go get a legal job, pay legal taxes. If they live with friends and build up a kitty and then buy a house, by all means, I don't think banks should have this two-year restriction on people. Um, you know, I think they should be able to do it in a year if, if they're here working and they're a citizenship for a year. Why not? Let them buy a house. Let them become an American citizen. Let them live the dream. But put them in the system and let them pay their taxes instead of letting them suck off the tit of the American uh, taxpayer. Well, that would make sense, but that's not. That means if they if they're treated that way, they're going to vote for the Republicans because that's what we believe in, as Republicans, not the Democrats. The Democrats run things, and they want a, they want a secure voting block for all eternity. And and what happens? You feed people, you give the hand to people. What are they going to do? They're going to be subservient to you. Whatever you want, they're going to do. My family likes to say, "Don't feed the bears." That's you know, that's what my family likes to say. Don't feed the bears because the government tells you don't feed the bears because they don't want the bears coming back, right? But yet the government and people like in places like San Francisco feeds the bears. But what I was going to say is, is Republicans are in control. You're saying it's a Democrat thing. I just want to point out to you that Republicans are in control of Congress and they have the right to put forth a bill that would allow some sort of immigration overhaul. But yet there's no discussion of it. The Senate also has to approve that same bill and then President sign it. And the Senate is not going to do that because the Senate is what? Controlled by who? Democrats. 
Yeah, but it sure would and, be at least nice to have a bill on the table. If it gets shot down, we can bring it up at a later time when we have the votes. Isn't well, that I agree. Time? Republicans are doing something doing better than nothing. Well, and I mean, to say that the Republicans are in control, I think is not giving the full statement, right? No, but hang on a minute now. If Republicans did do that, how do you think that would look when they're at least petitioning at the ballot box for immigrant votes? You think voters are going to remember that? I think it's something you could easily point out and say, hey, we're the ones that put forth the citizenship bill for you. We're the ones who did this for for the immigrants of this country. Which one do you think carries more weight? The Democrat that tells them, hey, we bought you a ticket and sent you to the people that you know and where you're living right now. You got to pay us back by voting Democrats. Or do you think telling them that, hey, we put forth a bill that was uh, supposed to give you citizenship, but the Democrats shot it down is more powerful? The earlier statement that, Brad, that Bradley Hayes said about they'll pay for your way to go wherever you want to go. Just vote yeah. for me. I would disagree with that and just say that there's a lot of uh, the immigrant vote is rising in this country rapidly. The Hispanic bloc is a big portion of voters and a lot of them are paying attention. And I think that if you were able to present that type of thing, you would swing a lot of Latino and Hispanic votes toward the Republican Party. And if you ever brought those numbers up to the 60 percent level or 65 percent, you would dominate elections. But yet. Again, they don't strive for it. And to me, that's a prime example of what they should be doing. And even if they're shut down, you get the argument. The next video I have for you, um, it is uh, getting your opinion on a long-standing issue. Were Ross and Rachel on a break? Yes or no? What? You ever watched never, Friends? I've never seen the show Friends. You've uh, never seen the no. show Friends? I don't think that that is statistically possible. I'm going no for fun. I'm I've seen, seen the show. I have no idea. So this goes back to Rachel said she that they weren't going to be dating anymore. And Ross and Rachel argued about it back and forth. And she said, I just, I, I'm so angry with you right now that we are, uh, I cannot date you anymore. We are broken up. So Ross, a day later, meets a lady in a bar and they go home and they have sex. Um, he ends up being so guilty about it. He tells Rachel and then she is angry with him for years and years and years. And then in later episodes, you hear Ross saying, but we were on a break. So there's the lifelong theory and issue is when a guy and a gal break up, are they on a break or are they still together? She's just not happy. Well, if they say they want to break up or the girl proposes they break up, they're broken up. You're all, you're on the market again for a, for a, for a new lover or whatever the heck you want to do. But I mean, there, there should be, there might be an unrented grace period where you just wait a week before you start dating again. I don't know. Some people have to break up. It takes them a year to date. Some people just go date the next day. Bang, bang. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, there are those because of the rebound, right? You have the world famous rebound. It happens to a lot of people. And all of a sudden, you're, you know, you're out at the bar the next night. You're having a couple beers. Gal hits on you. And the next thing you know, you're waking up the next morning telling her uh, having breakfast. Um, that's how it works. 
and you can see you can see on some of the comments here uh, that um, I think it sucks that he slept with someone right afterwards. <laughs> and uh, Maribel says they were on a break, but he must wait a little longer than just that little bit of time. So, uh, it, you know, the, the debate still goes on. You guys, um, you weren't definitive. You each took a side. Um, I will tell you that I think that they were always on a break. So, but that's just me. Oh, I agree. That, you were on a break. And, and that is, that is us in a nutshell. We are on a break. That's wow. the end of our episode. I will see you guys next time. And as usual, oh. I'm going to give you our departing music so you guys can banter like you like to. Wait, I forgot to tell you that, um, uh, Hey, this is Captain Morgan. Hey, this is Bradley Weather. Hey, this is Johnny Weather. I know you want to listen to us every second of every day. That's why, because I've got the best prescriptions for you. That is why we made it easy for you to find us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and of course, Radio Public, where you can subscribe, share, and give a five-star rating. Because you know life just ain't right without a good government. Granted by we the people. And we're like a dog show. Best in class, baby. I got a car full of girls and it's going real sway. The next stop is the east side motel. We used to chase that tad and lose the Couple of kids in a Chevrolet. It's a little air on the cross tracks. Slipping off something from a paper sack. You hang your shirt on that maple lamp. Slipping through the moon to the river bank. Wasn't very long, I was jumping in, I guess I'm still doing now what I was doing then. Chasing you like a shot of whiskey, burning, going down, burning, going down.